got it. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Ambar Podcast. Brian Barcelo hosts this episode. Today's guest, stand-up comedian and host of the What the What Podcast, Jerry Diamond. What's good, man? How are you doing today? Thank you for having me on your show, on your podcast. I appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome, and thank you for accepting the invite. Oh, you're welcome. Hey, check this out, Jerry. I got to be honest with you, man. I'm hating on you a little bit. You know oh. what it is? Yeah. Your last name. It's hard. <laughs> I love it. I wish I had a cool last name like that, Jerry <laughs> Diamond. I was sitting up here thinking, like, maybe Brian Sapphire or something like that. You know? <laughs> hey, that's not bad, right? <laughs> but check it out. Um, that's your actual name. That's not a stage name? Yeah, my actual name. Uh-oh. What happened? Our sound went out. I hope we got a lip reader. my actual name. Uh, sound went out. Um, Uh-oh. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can't hear you right now, and I don't know what happened. I don't know. Nothing. Let me see. Hold on. It might, might be on my end. I can hear you. Say something now? I can hear you. Okay, that's good. Um, So is some kind of glitch on my end. And I think yep. it may be proximity with this wireless thing. So what I'm going to do, move back a little bit. <laughs> and that could be it. My apologies. That's okay. Anyhow and stuff. Diamond. I love that last name. And I said, I wish I had a cool name like that, man. And that's not a stage name. That's your actual name? Yes, my actual name. Wow, that is so cool. You know what? Going to school, it was this guy. It was in grade school. His name was Matt Decker. Oh, you got to that Matt Decker. What a cool <laughs> name. And he looked like a Matt Decker. Blonde hair, attractive guy, slim, tall girls just love him. He said, Matt Decker, Matt. I said, man, I wish I had a cool name like that. And so Jerry Diamond, I like that. That's beautiful. And Jerry, hey, here's the thing about here's the thing about my name. A lot of people didn't like my name. They always spell my name wrong. It's put it with an I instead of a Y. Really? Yeah, and I had to point out to them, no, I'm poor. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's like a like a poor story. <laughs> I know. And another thing, my, my name Jerry is spelled with a J. They always spelled it with a G. I thought, oh, wow, you see me wearing a bra? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And Jerry, you know, I'm going to say long time no see. I think we first met at the Hudson River Coffee House. Yes, as a matter of fact, it was, yes. Yeah, and I think the last place that I saw you, besides here, the Hudson <laughs> River Coffee House is done. What are you, you know? Oh, God. Watch your time. Watch your time. What's wrong with you? You're expanding your horizons or what? <laughs> There's a lot to bite there. Listen, I've been seeing you biting that chicken all night long, for God's sake. What's wrong with you? That was awesome. I know. Tomorrow morning, it's a hard thing. Oh, oh my God! You're going 500. He's not going to see 500. No. Well, then you see 500, 500 miles of chicken going one way. What is wrong? Get it together, will you? God, man, you make me nervous. My God. But when it's coming sometime near future, near you, might want to be here. Get it together, will you? Please. Let me throw that at Magic Eight Ball. See if you'll be here in the 500 show. I doubt it. What have you been doing since then? Well, I, I've been doing a lot of Zoom comedy lately because of the pandemic. Um, I've gone out done some shows. You know, I've been with a hiatus for a while. I went through a deep, dark time in my life. Back five years ago, I was in a dark depression, and I was stopped doing comedy. I, I tried to commit suicide a couple of times. And, um, and uh, thank God I didn't succeed in doing that. 
But, uh, you know, I got back into it again. And, uh, you know, I have a lot of help and support and, and my loved ones and everything. And so I got back into it. And some of my comedian friends, are there. I don't remember Ed Smythe. Do you remember Ed Smythe? No, perhaps if I saw him. He he had the walk and uh, the talk at the Trino, the golf, the uh, tennis ball, Wally. Wow, no, I'm sorry. I definitely would remember that. I maybe didn't okay, see him well, the night he was there, yeah. But. He's been with my good friends for quite a while, and we do sometimes we do shows together, and we do a lot of open mics together. Um, but I've been back at the hiatus. I started a podcast, and uh, I was I did that first for at Lar at Large Tavern, um, and up in Albany a while back, uh, before everything happened. And then once I went to my dark place five years ago, you know, I stopped doing everything for a while, and then after five years, I got back into it again, and uh, people were very supportive. And, welcoming me back and everything and were there for me and, and it was very good so uh and then the, the, of course i had some shows lined up and then COVID hit um so everything was on hiatus and then as we started doing they kept us doing this comedy zoom and i got really into it and i still do it today because i could do two or three zooms a night compared to doing one show or one, or one open mic a night you know so i travel into albany or snack or troy to do a, a mic or a show i can do it right here on my on my on, on right here on zoom so it's very beneficial, you know, especially for me, and it helped me do better with my comedy and everything. And plus, I now I do my podcast. I do a lot of things about. I have a podcast called Jerry What the What Diamond. It's a show about anything and everything. And what that means is that I do talk about anywhere you want, the weather, yourself, what's going on in the world, you know, things like that. And I, that's for my podcast. I'm right now, podcast number fifty. So I'm sorry, seventy six, seventy six. Wow. So, so far I've been doing, I've done 76 podcasts. I do it once a week. And and it's been really good. I've, I've had someone on, another comedian on last week. And hopefully next weekend we'll get together after that to see what day you're available to be on my podcast. I oh, do love our, to do I, that. I, well, yeah, I'd love that. Happy to have you on. I do an hour podcast, talk about whatever's on your mind. And we get people, we, we get feedback. They are my friends on Facebook. I do on Facebook because. I like to do things for my fans that can't afford to come to my shows, stuff like that. So I, I do a Saturday night show. If I got a show going, I do here at my own house. I put on a show with puppets and sometimes myself, you know. So really, I've been really booming. As a matter of fact, this weekend, this Sunday, I'm going to be in dorm space in Gloversville, New York. I am up for my sixth award in the last nine years doing that. I said nine years in April. I'm up for my sixth comedy award in space. Wow, congratulations. Yep. Now, and, um, and I'm also doing a show here in my hometown, I believe. What's that? Oh, I was just saying, oh, congratulations. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. Um, we're going to. I'm also little, doing. I'm, also, I'm sorry. Yeah, we're getting a little stuttering oh, here in our streaming. Happening. Yeah, that's okay. I'm sorry. No, no, <laughs> that's no. That's the way okay. I talk. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I used to be a real bad stutterer back in my day. And then I graduated in my adulthood to a list. I have a disability. I have a list. And for the longest time, I was so embarrassed about talking about it. And uh, But I found out as I became a kid and doing things, I found out there are celebrities in the world's list. Did you know that? No. Yeah. Uh, Porky Pig, uh, Duck, and Jimmy Fallon from The Tonight Show. They are. Uh oh, our transmission is breaking up. Um, <laughs> one moment, please. Um, okay. You okay now, Jerry? Um, congratulations on the awards, and also congratulations on getting out of that dark place. 
And Thank I'm you. sorry, you know, you had to go through that. What I'm um, curious about, I don't really want you to reminisce that, but I'm just curious because um, comedians, they seem like happy people, you mm -hmm. know, because when we see them, there's jokes and stuff. But um, it seems that comedians, I'm thinking Robin Williams. Yes. You know, it seems like, you know, they make us laugh, but they're not really laughing too. I mean, is this a common thing with comedians, perhaps? I don't know. It is. Yes, it is. Because... I've heard a lot of it, you know, on, on open mics and on shows, actually. And, uh, yeah, there a lot of them are in pain and, and a lot of them are in therapy so, or in therapy now. And then they still do because this is their happy spot. This is what I do. The way the way everything's going today in, in, in my world and the whole world around us, it's very sad. And I find that do my comedy, my pain as a gift of laughter. Um you know, I've always wanted to be a stand-up comedian when I was younger. I'm the oldest of five brothers, and I'm the oddest brother uh, brother in the family. I really am. No. Um, yeah, I am. I'm the oldest, but the oddest, you know. And uh, apparently it skips a generation. That comes to a generation. <laughs> I don't know. But no, my, my brothers, they all like to swear. that Their favorite word is the F word. Kind of like their grades in school back in the day. <laughs> but I don't swear my sets. I really don't as to say the word, I say the D word, that's about it. But I don't really swear to myself because that's how I was taught, you know, you know, as a younger kid, and that's how I kind of remember things. And it's called respect for your parents. Right. But there's been a lot of pain in my life. My my real mother left me when I was a, a year and a half old. Me and my brother, my brother was six months old, and I was a year old. So I basically saved my younger brother's life. And um then I'm not thinking I didn't know my I had a stepmother too, I was like eleven years old. And I thought my mom left us, left her apron string, became using her G-string for her because she was a hook, she was a hooker, a stripper, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that was, you know, kind of painful. And then, you know, just my life was kind of abnormal. I was, you know, I was a very bright kid. Um, but I always loved comedy. I always, I always, whenever I see the comedy show or a sitcom, I, it, it, I found kind of relief in it and I watched it. It made me feel good about myself because I felt like I wasn't alone with my pain. There are other people out there that have a lot of pain in their life and, and they're joking about it, you know? And, and that's what I find myself doing. I find my pain as a reliever and tell my story, a story about my life. And, and you know, it's funny, you know, and I feel good and I get awards for it. I said, yay, my life sucks about getting awards for it, you know? <laughs> But to, to me, I always wanted to be a comedian, and I never got to be that way until I was in my late 40s. And, uh, you know, and, and now I just came up with I just realized I was going back to my life recently. I've done 20 years of farming. I've done 20 years of retail. And I'm hopefully making it 20 years as a comedian. And that way I come up with the theory that, yes, I did 20 years of shoveling crap. I've done 20 years of dealing with crap, and I'm doing 20 years of saying crap. <laughs> <laughs> Jerry, how was it that you pulled out of the dark space? I mean, without getting into too many details about what's going on, how did you get out of it? Maybe you can help somebody else with the info. Well, I was in the hospital. I was, I was, uh, I was put in the hospital and on the mental, in, uh, mental ward, and I had doctors and therapists, and, and they talked to me, and you know, and I listen to the people and, and between the medicine that I really got a chemical imbalance in my system. So they did, they, they gave me, put me on medicine and some medicines were not good. They made me suicidal and they had to take me off certain medicines and give me on the right medication. And they gave me where I am today. I'm, I'm not hundred percent healed, but I'm much better than I was 
five years ago, six years ago. And no longer contemplating? Um, no, no, no. I mean, like I said, I'm still, I'm still on therapy. My therapist worked. I'm a good therapist. I went through a lot of therapy because therapists, because they suck. They weren't really helpful. But I now finally have a therapist that really actually cares and understands and works for me. So I find that more helpful, you know, and more comforting. Understood. So um, I guess the advice would be to shop around with your therapist or something. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure your make sure your insurance covers it. <laughs> oh yeah, let's go through that with dental a little bit. You know, yeah, we'll dental. Dental with dental. <laughs> yeah, dental and mental. So you gotta watch exactly. out for those things. And yep. check this out. Where do you get your material from? Is it my from wife? Oh really? Yeah. Got any examples of like one of your big jokes and stuff that actually coincides with life or something? Or we got it from? Sure. The I just came out. I just did one recently. They're like killer. Uh, I'm engaged for the 20th time. Um, yay! And, uh, and my daughter, my daughter, who's actually in college, she's starting to be archaeologist, so she's digging for her future. And, and the thing of my daughter is she's 28 years old, she's a virgin. And, you know, mothers say that, I hope that our daughters marry like lawyers and doctors. In my case, I hope my daughter marries an archaeologist because the older she gets, the more interesting they'll find her. Ah, <laughs> that's pretty good. But I also have another one that I, in high school, I dated I dated a girl in school I've known all my life, all my life. And I started dating in eighth grade. And we dated for a week. And I couldn't find out a week later that she had some good news and bad news. I was, oh, great. This is going to be a short relationship. And she goes, oh, no, no, no. She goes, well, what's the bad news? She goes, we're related. I go, what? Oh, what? She goes, yeah, you're my fifth cousin. I go, that's impossible. She goes, why do you say that, Jerry? I said, I, I don't remember kissing my last four cousins. How did you get to cousin number five? <laughs> and I said, well, what's the good news? She goes, well, we can still date. I said, no, thank you. After my fourth cousin, I kind of call it quits right there. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Hit> your limit. <laughs> and I, I went home crying my mom about this. My mom goes, well, son, if it's bothering that much, quit telling them. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you my know, daughter goes, you've been married to mom. How did you meet mom? I said, mixed drinks. How did we get here? I said, again, mixed drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Weren't you married a second time? I said, yes. Well, how was that? I said, it was uh, it was pretty hazy. I was doped up. <laughs> Playing Mary Jane. <laughs> <laughs> but dad, did you make other girls ever laugh in your life? I said, yes, every one of them. Every time I took my pants off, they laughed hysterically back the way the subway where they're guaranteed to get six inches or more. Um. <laughs> and then my daughter goes, well, what was the best thing out of all the girls you dated? I said, well, they were, none of them were my cousins. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, and Jerry, tell us something about um. We had mentioned Hudson River Coffee House, and I know yeah. you said that you're doing um things online now and streaming, um, mm -hmm. which is a real cool thing to do. Um, how important do you think these open mics are for the community, for the artists, and um, just people in general? They're very important. They are mm -hmm. very important. Um, as as I started doing comedy nine years ago, comedy was very little in Albany, New York. Everything was either down in New York City or, or L.A. And when I got into it nine years ago, and got into it, I went to the comedy works, and I think took a class there for seven weeks back nine years ago when it was back across from the hospital. Now it's in Saratoga Springs now, um, and I learned from that. 
And and then I went to stay two more places to go for open mics and dollar bars and then you know and the lives Canadians have really grown has really grown in many years. I've known some that could be doing. Have you heard of Jay McBride? No, no. Okay, well she's been there a couple of times. And, right. yeah, but they're not there a lot. <laughs> not <with that. laughs> but there's recently on on the new channel ten here, um, Aaron Harps who was. Actually, a, uh, a musician. She does a lot of music and she does some comedy, but more musical stuff. Is now doing comedy and musical. And Jim McCall and they're both on Channel Ten News. As a matter of fact, we have the Funny Bones up here now at the at Crossgates Mall. I don't know if you're aware of that. Or not. Mm -hmm. And uh, so they just she just Erin Harks has recorded her first album, and she's a native here from upstate New York, Albany, New York. And she got to, she's been doing it for over ten years, and the same as as Jim McCullen. And now, as a matter of fact, she's recorded her first album, Jim or um, Aaron Hart's at the Funny Bones about a month or two ago, and it was fabulous. Oh. And Jay McBride, she started out the comedy work. As a matter of fact, she graduated with me, but she's also has won several competitions, and she got to go to the Boston for the uh, Boston Festival competition, which they don't have no longer. I don't know why, but you know, people are very competitive. And they and they grow and they love to do what they do and they get out there and they and they have got their own shows to bring the crowds in. They're making money, so they're doing really good. It's very important now for comedy to be around where it is because it helps people do better. It, it, it tells about their lives instead of like drinking or doing drugs or committing suicide. They can do tell life and, be, and be, make fun of themselves and then actually get paid for doing telling their stories. So it's very important for us comedians to do what we do. Mm -hmm. Get out there and practice craft, well, test out new material. Right. Yeah, get that um experience and stuff. Yeah, and Jerry, the more sorry, experience you have, the better you do. Yeah, man. And just uh, before we get um too far into the podcast, can you tell people about your podcast, where you can find it, where they can find you online, where they can check out your shows, you know, the date and time. Let's get, and of course we're gonna put that in the description too. Sure. Um, you can find me. I do. I do a podcast every Saturday, sometimes Sunday, on Facebook Live. You find everything on my page or on my YouTube. I a YouTube channel, Jerry What the What Diamond. That's my YouTube channel. It has my podcasts and my shows on it. Everything I've done from open mics to actual shows I've done. You can see all that on my on my YouTube channel. But if you don't see it on my page, it's on my YouTube channel. That's the stuff. And yeah. I do a podcast. I actually do a, a, a sometimes. Depends on what's going on on the weekend about a show or not, but I try to do shows either on Saturday or Sunday. I try to do Sundays because that's when everybody's not doing anything. And, and it used to be 7 o'clock, now I do it 8 o'clock because it's summertime. So, like this weekend, I can't do it. I'm going to do it on Saturday because I'm going to be away on Sunday. I'm doing a dorm space. I'm, do, I'm doing a show and a marshal for an award. So I can't do it. So I try to make it so that everyone who can't come to the shows, I make it available for them just because everybody, you know, the way the world is today, we need some kind of laughter in our life. Right. And if I can give that laughter to people, whether they're paying for a show or getting it for free on my Facebook page, it makes me feel good about myself. I'm actually selling t-shirts, as a matter of fact, uh, that has my, my, my picture. My, can you see it? Yes. Okay, let me stand up quick. All right. I got, I got my sayings on there as well. All right, Jerry's standing up now. Oh, he's showing us the back of the shirt. It's going yeah. in and out, but I can see a lot of writing on the back of it. Not right yeah, now. It's, it's it went like, out. Um, I'll tell you what they say. I'll okay. tell you what they say. They say, what the what? Are you new? Happy, happy, happy. Funny, funny, funny. Sad, sad, sad. Here, here's the shirt, actually. My fiance just brought out for me. 
But it's okay though. Well, no, I can't see it yet. But when people order, they can take a real good look at it. All right, hold on. Look a like a nice shirt, yeah. Well, now I can see you. Oh, oh it's going in and out. Hold on, hold on. All right. Okay, we can see the front pretty good. And the back disappeared again. Hold on a second. All right. Ah, I disappeared again. Hold on. Uh, Hold on. Ah, I disappeared again. It's, yeah, it's not even... I don't know. I wonder what's up with that. But don't no, concern on yourself with it. We'll show them to you now. Let me make sure I edit this properly. So yeah, hold on. Here we go. Oh, come on. <clears throat> hold on a second. Okay. Technology's here. It's a wonderful thing when it works. Yeah. You know, I'm amazed that it works at all. I know, right? <laughs> you know, this is actually working out to be a good routine here. I'm enjoying I know, this. Right? I still can't see it. Don't worry about it, Jerry. We'll make sure we get a picture or something up and show everybody. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it on Facebook. I'll, I'll put it on, I'll send it to you on your on your page. All right. I appreciate that. And check this out. As customary with the podcast, I'd like to give on um, the guests uh, last words, parting words, so to speak. And I know we're getting down to it and stuff. Um, so is there if there's anything that we didn't cover, please mention it. And well, if we yeah, um, I got go a ahead. show coming up. I got a show coming July 15th mm -hmm. uh, in my hometown of Galatia, New York. Uh it's been me and two other comedians doing a show here. And uh I generally put a show here in my hometown every year, but because of COVID the last few years. As a matter of fact, before COVID hit, I had a show scheduled here in Valencia, New York at the theater, the Valencia Theater. It's on route, it's on um in Valencia, Main Street of Valencia, um, right across the Main Street Diner. And but COVID hit, so everything got canceled. But now it's my first actual show since COVID has been cleared out that we're doing a show there again. And I'm gonna pay for tickets yet, I'll be getting them in the next two weeks, how much they're gonna be. And uh well, I'm gonna be selling these shirts that's well for twenty dollars and, and all the procedures of the shirt that they sell will go towards mental health, mental health of the charity of my choice, as I believe in, because we need more um, research into mental health. We really do. And and more research for it. Because as a person with mental illness himself, you know, wants to find cures and better ways to get, you know, out more research out there for people that can get help that need need it. You know, there's a number now to call. If you feel like if you're going to harm yourself or others, you just call 988. It used to be 800 number, but now it's 988 or call 911. If you call 988, you'll get somebody online and they'll help you and guide you to get you to where you need to be. Excellent. That's very good. It's like you're doing a public service. Not just Pretty comedy, you're doing a public service. That's a I do. Thing. I do it all. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you're right about the mental health. Super important. I see a lot of stuff on the news. So I'm sure you do too. And I can't help but to think a lot of that has to do with people suffering some kind of mental illness. Right. And when these shirts, I hope these shirts do, they put, have a picture of me and what I do. I'm holding the eight ball on my shirt. And uh, behind the eight ball. <laughs> here, here, here's the eight ball. Oh, cool. That's, that's on my picture <laughs> that I'm holding in the background of this mm -hmm. poster that right, I made up. It. So, you know, and, and I want the pe people to feel good about themselves. I want them to know that they have support and there's help out there. And, uh, you know, I did on my show. I always say, if I was, if today was my last day, and if I change one person's life, then I did my job, and I 
totally believe in that. Um, I've been told that I saved a lot of lives during the last couple of years because of my comedy and what I do. And that makes you feel good about myself. It really does. It helps me bring joy that I know that I'm doing the right thing and, and others are appreciating it. And, uh, you know, and that makes me good, feel good about myself. It's not, it's not about the money of the business to me. To me, it's about doing something for people to make a difference and, and helping others out that need to be helped. And, you know, who are struggling through their own problems in life, you know, and how, how you deal with it and what you can do to make a difference. That's what's up. Good words. Receive that. Hey, Jerry, um, congratulations on the upcoming show. Um, that you. term, break a leg, I'm really not feeling that term, but I mean good things by saying that. <laughs> that break a leg, do you know where that comes from? That's an old thing they had back in the year of comedy, back in um, back in the black and white days of comedy. They would say, break a leg out there. You know, they would say when they go on like the Ed Sullivan show or the like Johnny Carson show back in the day. Um, break a leg out there. That's always been a term for comedians to, other, to tell people, go, go break a leg out there. You know, don't break a leg. Just it's, it's like it's say, kill it out there. Make sure, you know, just make them laugh. Dude. Be funny. Exactly. And the way of saying it would be funny. Break a leg, you know. <laughs> I don't like the word break a leg. I never like that term because my leg, I'd break a leg. And then say I broke a leg. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Are you feeling happy now? <laughs> What's <laughs> exactly now? Oh yeah, that's right. The title of your podcast—it's um—it's Jerry What the What Diamond. Mm -hmm. Just so people don't get that confused, like I did when I typed in the first time, I put in What the What. So yes. it's Jerry What the What Diamond. That's podcast. my stage name. Yes, understood. And Jerry, I appreciate you so much. Wait one moment. <laughs> one moment. I'm gonna say goodbye to everybody. Okay. All right. Hey, you guys, parting is such sweet sorrow. This game comes to end of the podcast. I'd like to invite you guys to remind you to check out our previous Yambar Podcast guests. And always remember that the Yambar Podcast is a place where you make it happen. Once again, Brian Barcelo here with Jerry Diamond. Jerry, thank you so much. Don't be a stranger. Continue success. Thank you. Love to see you thank again. you for having me. I appreciate being on your podcast. <laughs> You're welcome so much. And Peace, everybody. Thank you, Jerry. Take care. Thank man. you. You're welcome. Thank you.